Welcome everyone to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Pollard, beaming out to you as always from the Sunshine Coast here in Australia. Joined today by Nancy Zare. Nancy, g'day, warm welcome from down under. Where are you hanging out? Uh, you're at the Sunshine Coast. I'm at the Treasure Coast of Florida, which is the southeast corner. Sounds like a, a valuable place to be. The Treasure Coast. Was that because there were a lot of pirates and sunken chests or... Good question. I never inquired. I'm a recent resident for the last two years. I don't know, but it is the sailfish capital of the world. Sailfish capital of the world. I, it sounds to me like property developer decided to call it the Treasure Coast. That get, get a whole lot of people from Massachusetts down your way. <laughs> anyway, it sounds like a delightful place to live. And folks, we've compared mm-hmm. climates and apparently quite similar, even though we're a long way apart geographically. Nancy has got this interesting thing going on because she uses, she, first of all, she's got a PhD and she uses psychology, teaches professionals like you listening to this and me, but caring professionals, people who care about other people, we need more of that in the world, how to get clients without being salesy. If you're like me and you're a bit of an introvert and you don't really want to put pressure on people and come across as being shmami and, you know, if you don't buy today, the the sky's going to fall in, you know, and, and the price is going to double tomorrow, so you better make a decision or so on. If you don't want to be that person, then you're probably going to want to listen up because Nancy's going to tell you how to still get the right people to sign up as clients, but to do it in a way that's smart and that honors the other person because you care about them as a human being. Subject, therefore, is how to convert clients into prospects, not just using the psychology, but also using LinkedIn specifically. Our seven minutes is going to start now, Nancy. Question number one, who is your ideal client? It is that smart, caring professional who is invested in his or her occupation. They have an advanced degree, perhaps a certification, a license. They have a credential that enables them to share their gifts and they love what they do, but they hate to sell. Gotcha. And so that leads us nicely probably to question two, the problem you solve. The problem I solve is that these people are shy about self-promotion. They don't want to be pushy and aggressive, as you suggested. And at the same time, they need to make a good living. And of course, they have that desire in their heart to really help humanity, to help individuals. And hence, this is the dilemma. How do I help people and at the same time transact? Because it it sometimes feels like they're at odds with each other. So they they want more clients, but they don't want to be the salesperson as such. That gives us some idea of some of the the next way to answer the question, but maybe not complete. Question three is what's going on in the lives of these people where they kind of the symptoms that they would look at and go, yeah, that's what's happening in, in my my life, my business. Gives them a heads up that they might want to talk with you about working together. What, what, what's going on? What are the symptoms? As I mentioned a moment ago, they have some sort of credential that enables them yeah. to give their service. And they believe that no one taught them in the school or the training program they attended how to market, run a business, or perhaps to sell. I mean, that those topics were not discussed. Mm. And so they leave that institution and they're excited with their credential 
and they are mistakenly believed that the credential alone will bring them customers, clients. Right. Uh, and of course, in their warm market, you, you know, people do know about them, but they suddenly were on the eight to 12 month period in that business. They wake up to the fact that I'm going to have to spend 40, 50, 60 percent or more of my time marketing and selling what I do rather than doing what I love. Right. And so empty calendar. They tried many marketing tactics and techniques and leads may come and go, but they're not getting a full calendar of clients. Right. A lot of effort going on, not a whole lot to show for it. And I, I imagine they're attending a lot of free webinars and downloading a lot of free guides and buying a lot of books and still haven't been have a lot to show for it. Frustrating. I'm sorry, folks, I'm laughing. It's just I've been there and done that. And I, I know, I know how, how disappointing and frustrating that can be. But help is on the way. Question four, before we get to something that's going to help people, Something that might help them even more than or before knowing what to do is what not to do. What what would you say are some of the common mistakes that these folks have made for or your clients make prior to finding your solution? I believe that they suffer from what's called the bright shiny object syndrome. In other words, they are lured by marketing messages that say you can 10x your income, you can make 10K a month you know, by just following our techniques. And they are very open, you know, they're learning, they're smart, they want to succeed, they're ambitious. They've tried these techniques and one after another has not brought them the success they richly deserve. So a mistake is pursuing marketing with the thought that marketing equals sales. Marketing fills the sales funnel, as you know, with it should generate visibility and even credibility. But in order to close sales, you're going to have to have a conversation with that prospect. And this is usually where that individual feels like a deer in the headlight. I'm not sure exactly what to say. And consequently, they're not connecting with that prospect in an authentic way. Maybe they lured them with hype, you know, because typical mm. marketing is appealing to that personality style that is rah, 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 boom, you know? Right. Thanks for that, Nancy. Let's flip it. Let's go to a top tip. Question five is what's one valuable free action that someone could take that's going to take them a step forward towards a solution? I want to go back to the title of this program, How to Convert uh, Prospects into Clients Using LinkedIn. Right. And so the tip has to do with reading LinkedIn profiles. You know, we look at somebody's profile when usually when we don't know them, maybe they're on our calendar. But what are we looking at? We're looking at things like the name of their occupation, but we're not actually looking at the psychological style, the personality style of that individual. Well, that is the tip. The tip is read their personality style and adjust what you say to match the style. It's very authentic. It doesn't mean that you're becoming copycat of who they are. You're simply speaking the language of your prospect. And that is what will connect quickly and authentically, build trust, reduce sales resistance, and open the doors to doing business together. Nicely put. Can you give me an example? I'm going to start with the smile because, believe it or not, not everybody does smile when they <laughs> put a photo up on LinkedIn. So someone who has a very serious look, maybe not smiling, maybe they're grimacing, 
That's a particular style. The person who's warmly, effusively smiling, that's a different style. The right. person who has got a camera smile, well, that's a third style. And right. the person who's kind of smug, confident, and like, I could care less, that's yet a fourth smile. <laughs> Very These well. are those styles, Tom, are associated with a personality style, and hence you can speak that language. And there's so much here we could unpack, but alas, we don't have the time. Where can people go to find out more about these styles? NancyZare.com is my website slash alikeability-assessment. And the alikeability assessment will help you identify your style and hence give you a hint about your favorite client to work with. So Nancy says Z-A-R-E dot com forward slash A, letter A, like, as in I like you, ability, dash assessment. And that's where you can go and find out about the styles and, and how to tap into the psychology of personality represented by the person profile. Last question, question seven, Nancy, what's one question I should have asked you but didn't? About who I am as an individual, because I'm very heart-centered and spiritually based. And I think that the people who work with me likewise gravitate to somebody who is also heart-centered and cares about people. It's very much an individual and authentic and being who you are. Nice job. Thanks so much for being on the show, Nancy. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.